Hey, it's Charlie and welcome to episode 89 of the Your Time to Grow podcast. If you don't know me already, I'm a certified personal and career coach who helps you minimise your doubts and maximise your potential. But I am also just like you and I am exhausted. Over lockdown and since, I find myself increasingly introverted and needing to be solitary and yet I feel like this is an impossible task. I feel like I get no time to myself and even when I do, I feel guilty about taking it. So how do we set and maintain healthy boundaries without the guilt? During lockdown, I, like many other people, were trying to do some form of lockdown learning, read, nagging, as well as work and making sure that I fed, clothed and Clean the space where we were living so we didn't trip over the pegs, the toys, the laundry, the discarded apple cores. And yeah, I asked for help from the rest of the family, but at best, any help is sporadic. It's not their fault, they're trying, but it just doesn't work out. And since then, you know, we're all trying our best, our routines a little bit are still out the window, although I do feel that in the last couple of weeks, mine are starting to return And our support network has been fractured. And over lockdown, normally I'd have been able to call in friends from my tribe to watch the kids whilst I do something else, but it's just not possible. Even now, it's not quite the same as it was. But the problem is that my cup is almost empty. In desperate need of refilling, but instead of going to bed early, I'm tidying the kitchen. Instead of watching a nice film, I'm doing bedtime negotiations. Instead of spending time on me... I'm aimlessly scrolling through Twitter trends. I'm in the overwhelmed, i.e. the delete box of the Eisenhower matrix. And that hasn't changed. As we have come out of lockdown, I still find myself more in that space than in any others. Yes, it's easier now the kids are back to school for me. Yes, it's easier as we are able to see more people face to face. We're able to call in those favours that we once could. But for some things are still the same as they were. And as always, this has never changed, not even through the pandemic, we're all still trying to do it all. And when life gets busy, we prioritise everyone else over ourselves. Let's be honest, many people I speak to, and I too, find it hard to make space for myself, even when things feel normal. We might say that we're helping someone out, or perhaps we're trying to make someone else happy. The reality is, though, that in doing so, we're making ourselves unhappy. And it almost always comes down to a lack of boundaries in one form or another. Okay, hold up, Charlie. What is a boundary? So a boundary is a tool that we use to set limits, expectations and responsibilities for ourselves and others. They help us establish what we feel is good for us and stop what isn't good. So a boundary might be working your contracted hours and telling your boss you're unwilling to catch up on last minute requests on your non-working days because you have other commitments. It might be setting age appropriate responsibility charts for your kids so that they help around the house. But lots of people feel guilty when they set boundaries, which feels a bit odd given that we haven't done anything wrong. Many of my clients tell me that they feel bad when they're taking care of themselves, when they set healthy limits or if they're facing conflict. In fact, we often find it easier to set limits for others than we do for ourselves. I tell my kids all the time that they would be better to snack on an apple instead of crisps, whilst finding myself doing the exact opposite. There's a special name for the guilt we feel when we set boundaries, and it's called unearned guilt, and it is extremely common. 
setting boundaries at first feels good, but then the self-doubt sets in. But this is part of the process of setting healthy and healthy, healthy and helpful, excuse me whilst I put my teeth back in, boundaries for ourselves. Self-doubt is like a limiting belief that requires some examination. The negative thoughts are often unjustified and are often a result of what we think others might think of us. Sometimes we feel so guilty we break our own boundaries by making exceptions in case someone feels disappointment. So, for example, we might not want to attend event and so we might promise to rearrange our calendar. Alternatively, we might be self-deprecating about having poor time management skills for not attending. And for some people, setting boundaries feels like we're rejecting others. Perhaps we tell ourselves we're being unkind in their moment of need. The reality is, though, that in the act of establishing boundaries that nurture our compassions for others. Why? Because when we maintain healthy boundaries, our cup is full and we don't experience the resentment of overstepping our boundaries. It's also to remind yourself that you're not responsible for other people's feelings or comfort level. When we try and take responsibility for someone else's feelings, it keeps them stuck in victim mode. We can only be responsible for ourselves and we can only empower others to take care of their own needs. So with that in mind, I want to give you five tips for maintaining your healthy boundaries. The first is to remind yourself you haven't done anything wrong. Use a mantra to tell yourself it's okay to set boundaries or just because I feel guilty, it doesn't mean I've done something wrong. Remember also to acknowledge and celebrate when you held a boundary, especially if it felt uncomfortable. Repeat after me. I am not responsible for other people's feelings or comfort. Number two is to set boundaries with compassion. Although you cannot control how other people react to your boundaries, you can play a part in delivering your requirements in a warm and clear manner. This means empathising with them and labelling what's happening whilst maintaining a firm boundary. Number three, use your values to set boundaries. If and when you start to feel guilty, tap into the reasons why you set the boundary in the first place. Write them down or tell a friend. Reasons might include increasing your self-worth, reducing stress and resentment, strengthening your relationships or acknowledging your needs. Boundaries are helpful for everyone. When we put others first, we feel empty, resentful and our needs are often unmet. But when we set healthy boundaries and communicate them clearly, then everybody knows where they stand. And in addition, it allows the other person to set their own boundaries with us so that they don't feel resentful for helping us. And number five, understand your limitations. We are all human and each of us has limits on our time, money and energy in differing amounts and on differing days. But it's not these resources that ebb and flow, but also our emotions like how vulnerable or empathetic we're feeling, or how much attention we can give. Consider how much of these resources you can give to an activity or a relationship. And finally, setting boundaries is a skill. And like any skill, it gets easier the more you practice. Each time you set and maintain healthy boundaries, you will feel less guilty. And the more people will become aware of your boundaries and will respect them and you even more. Thank you so much for listening today. Remember to leave any comments or questions and I will pop back and answer them. You can join my LinkedIn group for live videos, webinars and wisdom from the rest of the tribe. And if you feel like your boundaries need setting or perhaps you have no boundaries at all, 
you can get in touch over at Your Time to Grow where you can find information about how to set and maintain healthy boundaries. Join me back here next Tuesday for the next episode.